0: Welcome to Down to Earth Astrology and Primal Girl Wellness. This is Miss Jenny and I am your astrologer. This is part four of our series Dogs of War. This particular video series, or this particular video section, sorry, (laughs) will focus specifically on Biden, Obama, Roosevelt, and the predictive signs of the times when we look at these charts. Now today is the 19th as I record this and as expected right on time on the cosmic clock the 18th was a trigger day um, a hot button day for the biden administration Uh, and we did in fact on the 18th receive a statement from our president about ukraine and the uh the the probability prospect of war developing uh, as he's trying to prepare us for what he intends to drag us into Uh, he and putin they're both they're both equally involved in this so don't think I'm bashing on Biden here. Okay. <clears throat> so, before I get started with the series, I just want to remind you guys of something. And this is very, very important, right? Uh, you're going to hear a lot of squawking on the media and, and amongst ourselves about the possibility or probability of a war right now. Nobody wants this. Nobody wants this unless they're going to profit from it or they just hate their children because their children are the ones who are going to be sent into this. For the rest of us who love our children and don't make a profit off of war, this is not something we ever want to see. Death, destruction, and children getting hurt is not on our our list of high points in life. So when you hear people, I want you to remember this whole year, we are in a battle of dark and light and the darkness and the light that we're referring to is not out there. It's not other people, the darkness and the light that we are battling is inside ourselves. Everything happening outside of us is a reflection of the landscape inside ourselves. So that dark and light we're battling is within us. Okay? We have to do the work inside ourselves to change the landscape out there. So the people who spend the most time casually talking about uh, the prospect of war, civil war, international war, pick your war where people get hurt, innocent people get hurt people who are most casual about this, right? As if we're an academic discussion of our water cooler are always the people who will be the least affected or the least likely to get drawn into that conflict. So right now, when you listen to the media and the politicians and these people going on and on and on, you know, incessantly about the possibility of war, remember, these are also the same people. Notice how calm they are and notice also, observe that they are also the same people who are the least likely to get drafted or dragged into conflict with actual weapons and having to kill people or be killed. I'm just saying. So with that said, um, I'm not saying to ignore it and not give it value and attention, but what I am saying is to recognize that we have a lot more power in this situation than than you may be realizing right now, because we're all getting whipped up into a panic um anxiety levels through the roof and everything else jesus god we're in the middle of a pandemic and everything else anyway so <laughs> remember as a group we are mightily powerful we are a force for good there was an experiment in baltimore years ago i'll put the link down below where <clears throat> uh many participants both there's two of them actually two experiments across the country and also in baltimore um, where they did meditation, the, the entire group did meditation, focused meditation, all at the same time. They all revived out at the same time together in unison. And one of the things that they found was the rates of violent crime inexplicably uh, dropped dramatically during the hour uh, that the meditation was going on. The, you know The rates of accidents and everything else, all these tragic things dropped significantly in terms of statistical presence during this time. So it could be a coincidence that these people just happened to be meditating <clears throat> and focusing on, you know, positive light, love, people thriving, people being healthy and safe at the same time that things inexplicably got really, really quiet in terms of the, the violence noise on the radar. Or it could be a direct result of everyone having their mind right and in unison together. So this is what I'm I'm saying we're looking at right now. We have to do the work. We have to work on our inner selves. We have to go inside ourselves and get our minds right if we're going to change the direction of this ship. Some conflict may be unavoidable. I strongly suspect that Putin may have had COVID, um, and it is affecting his uh, thinking. I, I don't think his thinking is as rational or clear as it could be, uh, and I suspect he may have had COVID. We'll never know, obviously. Um, but if that is the case, that would explain a lot, right? Uh, so some conflict may be unavoidable, but we don't have to end up in another war. We don't even have to end up in a conflict. if We work hard enough at it. So, but we, you and I, we are the ones who have to do the heavy lifting here on a very spiritual or mental level, whatever way you want to put it, because at the end of the day, the administrations and the governments that we're under these are a handful of people, They're, literally it's two men and a handful of people that are engaging in, in saber-rattling with each other. But the rest of us, we outnumber them by thousands, millions. Together and collectively, when we put our minds together and make our minds right and we focus on where we want to go, which is not war, we can do amazing things in terms of changing the course and direction of this ship. But we've got to do it now because March is going to be a big, hot, dicey month, dicey and spicy. So if you genuinely want your children to not end up in war. If you genuinely believe that your mind and what you focus on creates the future you end up living in right now today moving forward for the next three weeks is the time we all need to get together collectively as a group and start getting our minds right and focusing on a different outcome. So that's your reminder. Now let's get on with some history. You're not powerless, even when you feel like it, there's still something you can do. It just may take longer to see results from it, so just remember that. Okay. So here in this slide, what we have is Biden's natal chart on the right, and we have the 2020 inauguration chart or the chart for Congress and the administration on the left. Now, um, historically, before we get to Biden as president, let's look at the inauguration chart. So historically, when we have this particular uh, planet showing up in this configuration, which is a void of course moon, uh, in an inauguration chart, there's always suspicion that the presidency uh, obviously will not go as planned, um, but also the possibility that the presidency will not go as planned because uh, an early removal from office. Okay. Um, and, you know, given that our current president is somewhere between the age of 80 and death, and the presidency always ages people, like accelerates the aging process and makes, they go in young and come out looking like they're 100. Uh, being 80, between 80 and death and having your aging process accelerated is not a happy thought. So the possibility of the man dying in office is a very real and distinct possibility, even though he seems to be very fairly healthy for an 80-some-year-old guy. So astrologers have had a lot of conversations about this. Now if you don't understand what a void of course moon is, what a void of course moon is and what it means is that the moon has no connections to any other planets until it changes signs again. So it's made the last of its connections or contacts with other planets in the heavens, and it will not make new contacts or or another contact until it physically ch- changes signs and starts a whole new cycle. So void of course moons can be complicated and tricky to work with. They're good for a number of things, are just not good for actually getting normal mundane business done, right? Or normal mundane plans. So. Um, we've seen this before Uh, we actually have a void of course moon in the 2009 inauguration chart for obama Um, and if you remember those years those were absolutely void of course moon years and we'll talk about those in a second so what we know now looking at this chart for the for congress and the administration under biden first term is we can expect a whole lot of nothing to get done Um, things will not go as planned uh, and certainly not smoothly and not without a lot of effort and a lot of things going sideways often uh, and we're we're seeing that we're starting to see some of that, but in this case it looks like a lot it looks a lot more like sabotage honestly and that's not entirely impossible and here's why one of the other things that we're looking at the big dominant aspect in this chart is Mars on square jupiter saturn from the 12th to the 10th so one of the things we would have expected to see in this chart is a real um push pull uh, or sabotage uh, between progress things that literally are begging to be overhauled and reformed and changed drastically and radically radical change the push-pull between radical change and maintaining the status quo so and there is no middle ground that's the problem and this first term of the presidency progress wants to be made needs to be made the urge and drive and push to change everything radically and move into the future with a whole new way of doing things that are more efficient is absolutely right there. The problem is there's a lot of resistance from people in senior positions, meaning senators who've been there longer, people who've been in Congress longer, even our president himself possibly, Um, you know, Speaker of the House, all these people who've been there and have established themselves, right, in positions of authority, <clears throat> and seniority in Congress, they are the ones who are going to give us the most resistance in terms of uh, maintaining the status quo. And no, we're not changing a damn thing. Sit your butt down there, Spanky. This is our first term in Congress. Now, that sounds pretty awful because nobody wants to hear that, <laughs> right? <laughs> but it's not all bad. It's not all bad. Because one of the things that we can see and we will see see this this Venus remember Venus and Mars just crossed t- over together uh, during this phone call with um, Putin about Ukraine just a little while ago uh, and so that degree is important but right here we've got Venus and Neptune in sextile and Venus is approaching Neptune I promise I'd keep the astrological jargon out I'm so sorry and uh, what that suggests is that uh, things of charitable works, right? Things that are humane, things that are meant to benefit everyone, uh, will have at least, at least, given all the resistance we're looking at during his first term, the opportunity to be pushed through, and at least that will get through. So, what we, what did we see? We saw the, uh, I think it was the child tax credit. We saw a whole lot of uh, saving measures uh, during the pandemic that were pushed out, and those are absolutely charitable, humanitarian things. So that got through it. The problem is the rest of the term for this first term, it's just gonna be resistance, resistance, resistance. Um, because no, there is no middle ground in this particular term. It's literally radical, dynamic, wholesale forceful change, or it's absolutely maintaining the status quo, even if, if, even if it means we all sink in the quicksand together and suffocate, right? Ugh god these people anyway (laughs) now let's look at biden's chart for a second and then we're going to look at the two together and we're going to move on so we can kind of get into what we're looking at possibly in the next six months with this ukraine situation so here's the thing and remember i'm only an astrologer take it for what it's worth you know these are only my opinions based on what i'm seeing here okay so the first thing is biden is a quadruple gajillion scorpio he's got a huge stallion scorpio and To make things more complicated, the the weight of those Scorpio planets sit in his 12th house. So, um, you know, I'm not, if I had to choose a president, this is not who I would choose. And the reason is, this is not somebody who is comfortable or, more importantly, operates best under scrutiny. The reason is this heavy Scorpio emphasis and all this 12th house stuff. This is someone who navigates backroom like smoky backrooms and backroom deals and all sort of behind the scenes stuff like a genius, like a master chess player. Um, But they need that cover to be able to get stuff done. They do much better when they have some semblance of privacy and cover for their actions, right? They get a lot done that way. Hence, he was a phenomenal Asset in terms of the presidency during the Obama administration, right? The, he, was, he was brilliant and brought a whole lot of firepower to the, the administration as the vice president um, during Obama's terms. Brilliant stuff. But being the power behind the throne is not the same thing as being the front face, was it the front man or the face of the throne, right? Being out in the open and everything you do being scrutinized and under uh, what is subject to examination. And on full public display. This is not comfortable or natural for him. More importantly, this is not how he operates best. So his effectiveness, just personal feelings aside, one way or the other, because I'm not banging on Biden here, but I'm saying, in terms of being effective, he is not working from his strengths when you put him face forward on the throne as a as a target, you know, under the spotlight for everybody. So I personally would never have chosen this particular type of chart to put in a position of um, figurehead leadership which is what the president is Um, you know uh, somebody working behind the scenes to get stuff done absolute mastermind here but put him in the throne where everybody's taking target practice at him and he can't hide behind anything Uh, not not great he's much more weakened in this position so I can only assume Because the DNC, the Democratic National Convention, chose him for us. Do not ever forget this. They chose him for us. We didn't choose him. They chose him for us. This was the candidate we were given to choose from or choose the Republican candidate or whatever, right? Like we could have had any number of nominees on the DNC ticket. This is who they chose. So I can only assume that with this, um, this not great uh, temperamentally suited to this particular job that this position may have been given to him as a gimme so this may have been a retirement gift uh, as it were which is a really poor way to give somebody a promotion but that's a whole other conversation lord knows we see plenty of that in a regular jobs right okay so there's that now the other thing that concerns me about the biden chart um and with anybody who takes the office of president Right. And, you know, because it's such a sensitive position, you really, really want to know that you've got somebody that you can put your confidence in to lead. Obviously, Trump had his issues. Biden has his. Believe me, this guy's no saint either. The, the challenge here is that Biden carries a Mars Pluto square and his Mars sits in its natural sign of Scorpio. Remember when we talked about Putin, Putin is Mars, 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 Mars. You don't see it so obviously because of all that graceful uh, Libra in his chart, right? And all that Gemini. Um, On first impression, you wouldn't see just exactly how aggressive or combatant he is. Uh, But underneath the heart of all of that for Putin, this man is a combatant. He is a fighter. He is constantly looking to conquer and dominate because it's his nature, right? Scorpions are going to sting. Putin's going to conquer and dominate. He can't help himself. It's what he does. Um, For sport or necessity, that's just what he does. Tiger can't change his stripes. Well, Biden carries Mars and Pluto in square to each other. Now he's got all these planets in Scorpio to begin with, which means that these two planets are even more emphasized. The energy or or nature of these two planets is even more emphasized. With a Mars-Pluto square, what you get is someone who has the capacity to be irrationally obstinate. This is the kind of personality that once they dig their heels in, they will literally cut their own nose off to spite their face to prove a point. So Putin is not one to be challenged because Putin is a little on the detached side uh, in psychoanalytic terms, I suppose. Um, Putin's not one to be challenged for a number of reasons, mostly because he's not really connected to things around him. He's very capable of sacrificing anything near close to him if it if it means winning or, or conquering right, or not being dominated or not being challenged. He's got no qualms with it. He's a very scary man biden with his mars pluto square and anybody who's carries mars pluto square especially if they've got a heavy emphasis in scorpio to begin with these people are irrationally obstinate and stubborn once they make up their mind that this is it i'm not having it anymore they will dig their heels in and there's a destructive quality to pluto and scorpio that's not something you want to engage in or stimulate that mars pluto square really underscores that destructive tendency, self-destructive or otherwise. So this is somebody who is perfectly capable of destroying, like a like the classic scorpion story, right? Um, they're perfectly capable of destroying themselves before they will admit surrender or defeat. Because remember, the, the, the thing about scorpions is that if you corner a scorpion and you give it no avenue for escape, a scorpion will sting itself to death before it will let you capture it, right? And this is what we have here in spades okay because this Mars Pluto both are rulers of Scorpio Mars is in its own sign of Scorpio and he's got this heavy emphasis Scorpio this is somebody who is a very dangerous man once that Mars Pluto gets activated and I don't mean dangerous like he's a threat to your enemies I mean he's a he's dangerous because he's a threat to everyone around him including himself if that Mars Pluto gets activated that is a very distressing thought luckily luckily count your lucky stars we live in a democracy with checks and balances unlike Russia that does not have that so in Russia or even China where Xi Jinping or Putin both say you know what this is what we're going to do and everybody has to do it or heads are going to roll literally here we have a democracy with checks and balances so he can say whatever he want and try to do whatever he want we have literally a series of of checks and balances and groups of people around him that are there in place specifically to prevent him from doing things that are disastrously destructive to either himself or to the people around him like you know us you and I so there's that (laughs) this is and I don't want to give you guys nightmares but just to put the fine point on the pencil here right just to drive that point home about his stubbornness, his self-destructive stubbornness, right, is he's got the moon and Taurus on top of everything else. Moon and Taurus, If you know people with moon and Taurus, boy, oh boy, oh boy, you know these people, once they make a commitment or a decision about something, nothing's going to move them. They will live, talk about going down with a ship, um, moon and Taurus people are the definite, if you go into Webster's dictionary and look for the word stubborn, you're going to find a Taurus underneath that these people will literally stick to their guns no matter what so the good thing here with biden's chart is that moon and taurus for everybody with moon and taurus they are slow to make up their minds so it takes a while for them to come to a decision that that's a committed decision for them so we've got time it's not these are not impetuous people the challenge of course is that Moon and Taurus once the decision is made they will not abandon the decision. That's it. Like literally if they will not if the ship is going down they will stay with the ship all the way to the bottom of the ocean. So that quality coupled with that Moon and Pluto that we just talked about this is this is a little scary. This is a little scary. Um so we'd better hope and pray uh, that we've got a good, strong administration and Congress around him that's not filled with wackadoodles trying to send us all to, you know, the end of the world times uh, to get us through that. We, okay. Now, <laughs> do you need a drink yet? <laughs> okay, now here are some good things. Okay, so here's some things that I found. So the first thing is in the Congress chart, right, or administration right now, we've got Pluto on the mid-haven. This means that this term, this Biden administration, and this term, is absolutely huge remember i keep saying we are on the precipice of great change and we really really are in this country with pluto on the mid pluto on the angles in a chart personally or otherwise you're always going to find great dramatic absolute upheaval sometimes to the point of, of traumatic loss this is not to say that we're going to have traumatic loss in the country don't panic but what it is to say is that reformation reform reform repair regeneration review revise going back over deep 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 like digging up weeds by the roots as opposed to just the topsoil, so getting in deep to where the root of the problem is and pulling it out so that you can start a refresh and brand new is the absolute energy and theme of pluto on the angles with pluto on the midhaven, this is absolutely about getting in deep to where the rot is and cutting it out Mhm. And when we think about that, suddenly all this resistance, right, between progress and the status quo makes all kinds of sense because if the rot runs deep enough, the people who want to maintain the status quo the most are the ones who have been benefiting from all the corruption and rot. Why would they want that to change? More than that, why would they want to be exposed for that? It makes all kinds of sense that they would fight the hardest and will fight the hardest uh to Keep things as they are. Don't touch that. Don't turn that log over. Don't turn that log over. You don't want to look under there. No, no, no. Look the other way. So there's that. Now the good news is that President Biden carries his Jupiter right here on top of that Pluto midhaven point. Right. So his Jupiter is right here. Now, in theory, Jupiter should be a force for change and healing and growth. Jupiter's a benefit A benefic planet it's also a healing and lucky planet or it can be Uh, it can also expand problems it can make things bigger because it is a gas bag planet we talk about a big bag of hot air so with Jupiter on that Pluto Midhaven we we could go any either way but I'm hoping that we're gonna go in the right direction I've got I've got hopes for our presidency because we need it right we really need that right now we need repairs and we need protection So Jupiter, with that Pluto-Midhaven conjunction at the top of the chart, suggests that Biden may prove to be a protective, beneficent force for the country and also the changes that need to be made. It could also, if things go the other direction and he's he does not have good character, uh, it could also be an expansion and an exaggeration of the corruption and rot that's already there, right? More of Trump, only worse. So because politicians do what politicians do Uh, we will see he's just now entering I think the first 2020 first two years yeah we're in the midterms the first two years of the presidency and again the administration is not going to have a lot of success getting things done because everything is going to be an uphill battle with people trying to maintain the status quo so we haven't necessarily seen this play out yet but it's not over yet we've still got two more years to go so Uh, This we could still see this radical dramatic positive reforming change before this is done. So Let's cross our fingers and keep our minds and thoughts there right now uh, The last thing before we change slides is here So the other thing I was looking at is um, the what happens when we put Biden and the administration together How well supported is the administration meaning Congress not just this cabinet? um, to his presidency well this paints a pretty interesting picture so remember in the administration chart we've got um mars neuronus and jupiter saturn in square which means you know it's the progress versus the status quo this is going to be the big fight over and over and over again with this this administration in biden's chart remember we've got that mars pluto square he's irrational obstinate stubbornness Just cut your nose off the spite your face kind of stubborn commitment Ugh right and he may need that to get this congress or this administration to get anything done now when we put the two together here's what we end up with so the first thing we end up with is there's going to be some um in spite of the support that he is receiving from his administration there's still gonna be a lot of hurt a lot of hurt feelings and a lot of pissed off people in this congress because we've got Margeron opposing his Mars so in a lot of ways he is going to inflame uh, and or anger people who are of a more progressive mindset um, because it's going to feel like they're going in two different directions through the entire administration. Um, even when there are concessions and compromises, it's still going to feel like you're going in opposite directions. And we've already seen signs of that. This will not change. This is what we're dealing with the whole first um, term with this administration, assuming he serves a second term. Now, it gets better because it's not just the progressives that he's pissing off. In this particular case, remember this Pluto right that we're already carrying at the top of the chart for um for congress right and the administration well his jupiter saturn or i'm sorry our jupiter saturn hold that thought congress is jupiter and saturn the administration is jupiter and saturn which represents the status quo we keep referring to that's giving all the pushback to progressives well his pluto okay is right here opposing that. So he's pissing off the Conservatives. Um, Well, I'm not going to say the Conservatives because we don't know it's the Conservatives that are responsible for this, trying to maintain the status quo, but whoever these people are, the parties that are trying to maintain the status quo, he's going to piss them off because ultimately, while the progressive elements in Congress are going to be challenged and irritated and inflamed, right, because they feel like they're going in opposite directions, here, this little piece of pie is even uglier because the people who are trying to maintain the status quo are literally going to perceive Biden as a veritable threat to their very existence. So while they thought that the progressives in the administration were a problem and there's an active battle between maintaining the status quo and making progress, this right here, his Pluto, he is seen, perceived as an active threat to people who want to maintain the status quo. So all the things that are not working in your life, thanks to the way the great machine is set up in this country, right? Corporations, government, bureaucrats, laws, taxes, all this sort of stuff, all the things that are not working for you are the status quo. The people who want to maintain this, obviously benefit from those things. It's not us because we want change. His Biden's Pluto, which is always devastating, complete, Upheaval at the root, literally digging stuff up at the root where the rot in the core goes deepest and removing it. That is how they perceive him in his relationship to them. So, yeah, this is going to be quite the first term and we're only halfway through it. Now, I put this chart here because I really thought this was interesting. So, in 2009, Biden, or Biden, good Lord, in 2009, Obama was inaugurated. Now, inauguration charts, if we if you agree with me that inauguration trucks represent the administration more than the presidency, singularly, then we also know that with the Obama administration in two thousand nine, they carried a void of course moon uh, at twenty-nine Scorpio in the seventh house. Now. Uh, void-of-course moons obviously indicate that not a whole lot's getting done, right? It's just you're spinning your wheels the void-of-course moon Unless it's for specific activities always shows us where we are spinning our wheels And that is if you remember if you were paying attention and You remember back 2009 was the year that that's pretty much what Congress did the entire time I think they worked. I think somebody said they worked all of four days that year uh, while the rest of us were slaving twirling away um, They just didn't work. They just didn't show up um, and uh, it is noted, you can find references to this all over the place, um, where there is that before Obama started the the administration, before was, he's, he was inaugurated, there was an actual discussion among a handful of Republican seniors who specifically said, or I'm sorry, um, yeah, who specifically said that they were going to do everything they can to make Obama a one-term president by up. Uh, by opposing everything he tried to push through so that he would have nothing but a string of failures by the time he got to the next election. 2009 was the year that Republicans brought Washington to a near standstill several times during Obama's first term over debt and other issues. Fascinating stuff, go look it up. That's your Void of course, Moon. Now, with all of that said, why did Obama still remain so popular, right? How did he get anything done that year? Well, I'll tell you, baby. Let's take a look. The moon at 29 Scorpio is on the fixed star Toleman, which is a very lucky fixed star. So there was a lot of protection around this administration and her efforts at this time. Just goes to show that sometimes, sometimes God is looking out for you. Now, some other things. Let's take a look at the administration. So For the Obama administration in 2009, one of the things we have is we've got Mercury, um, what they call Kazemi the Sun, or in the heart of the Sun. So communications uh, became a very important, protected, powerful theme with this administration, and in fact it was. This is the first administration that went to social media and um, you know television programs and stuff to talk to the public, as opposed to the limited press releases occasionally done with journalists. So social media television, you know, average Joe television programs. uh, All of these things are Mercury. Mercury in the heart of the sun gave it incredible power and benefit and protection. And indeed it did. Indeed it did. Also, too, we have Venus and Uranus together in Pisces. Venus, Venus is compassion and charity. Uranus's social change and progress, Venus and Uranus together in Pisces, humanitarian charitable acts. And in fact, that year, Obama did a lot in terms of trying to save uh, the common man from suffering more than he had to. Now, at the same time, that administration carried Saturn opposing Venus and Uranus. So again, you know, more fights about the details, right? You know, and you're going to have to scrape it up somewhere else. So a lot of, um, I don't know because I'm not a historian, so you guys can fill me in on the blanks, but it would appear to me that a lot of sacrifices would have had to have been made in terms of social services in order to give to other greater charitable works. So literally they, in many ways, had to rob Peter to pay Paul, but in this case, it looks like they may have had to borrow or take from social service funds to pay for other things that were more urgently needed in terms of saving people from worse suffering at the time. Mars is sextile Venus and Uranus, so progress, progressive things, humanitarian things, all of these things would have been favored at the time also to Jupiter and the North Node is with the Sun and Mercury, further underscoring the popularity and the protection and the benefits for this particular administration in spite of their void of course moon status, you know, which is making everything difficult and this menal opposition here um making things even more difficult for them to get anything done okay so that was the void of course moon in action uh in an inauguration chart so it doesn't always mean uh, it appears that a president will die in office thank god Uh, but as a chart reflecting the administration and Congress, it definitely shows the dynamics that we were operating with very clearly during the Obama, Obama administration, which we're seeing a repeat and variation of now during the Biden administration. So I thought that was interesting. now even though uh, we are living in a democracy he is still our president-elect and leader so he is the the point man that we all follow as we navigate down this trail into the future you know navigate through the woods of uncertainty here so one of the things that i did is i pulled up joseph biden's solar return for the 2022 year so this is going to cover his birthday from november into 2021 until november of 2022 so this solar return or year ahead prediction personal year ahead prediction for him is in effect until next november and um it's a little weird because now we're talking about an individual versus a public figure right so uh let's let's be loose with this because we're still looking at how these things fit these pieces of the puzzle fit together uh, in terms of interpretation public versus private right So the first thing that is operative for him through this year, from November to November, November 2021 to November 2022 is a tremendous amount of pressure on him. So a couple of things happening. One, he's on Mars return. That's not making me very happy. And that Mars is setting up T-square to Uranus and Saturn. And Uranus and Saturn comes out of the first and the third and the ninth. So we've got Saturn's in the first, Mars is in the ninth, and Uranus is in the third. So in a personal chart, this indicates that this particular year an individual is going to have no end of issues uh, and heavy heavy uh, I want to say wailing but that's not going to make sense to other people um, repercussions and demands and and onerous responsibility for their words and their deeds <clears throat> and also their agreements. So Uranus in the third squaring Saturn in the first is going to indicate that there's going to be a a, a great hindrance or, or um, restraint put on the individual where their mouth and their mind are running away with them. So there's the desire to move forward at breakneck speed and get things done now, 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 last week, yesterday, go, go, go. But there's a lot of restriction and uh, weight that is put on the person to get them to stop and slow down. Also, too, with Saturn ruling that 12th house, there's a lot of anxiety and a lot of concern about whether they're even doing the right thing. So this right here, between the first and the third, there's a lot of anxiety and a lot of self-doubt that would be happening this year that is operative through all of these things because it's the... It's the back and forth, the push and the pull between am I doing the right thing? Am I being too bold? Am I not being bold enough? Like uh, just a lot of that stuff because the mind is racing, Uranus is in the third, right? The mind is racing with ideas and possibilities and wants to go, but that Saturn in the first, which is also experience and stamina is also saying at the same time, slow down, stop, take a breath, reconsider. Now with this happening, we've got Mars up here in the ninth house. Anytime you've got planets heading the 9th house, it typically suggests that there's heavy involvement in either higher education or foreign affairs. I don't think Biden's going back to college anytime soon. So we're going to assume that these are all foreign or international affairs with Mars there. And it's back on his natal Mars. He's on Mars return this year. heavy 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 involvement in foreign affairs so for the rest of the term we've been it's been relatively quiet so far but certainly moving forward for the rest of the term he is going to be deeply and heavily invested in foreign relations and foreign affairs and with that Mars back on his natal Mars and remember he's got Mars Pluto square in his natal chart that irrational obstinate behavior um, it is extremely important that he checks himself um, and does not get carried away with, right? These impulses. Mars is Mars is action, and Uranus is impulse, and the two together can represent impulsive actions that we can absolutely rationalize to ourselves. Um, and also cutting, like cleaving things. So he's and but see, he's got that big honking Saturn right there, right between them saying stop, stop, stop. Look both ways. So this whole year, until November of 2022, is going to be a back and forth push-pull conflict within himself about the impulses and the actions he wants to take immediately versus, uh, you know, the the restraining elements in his life that are holding him back and saying, you need to stop and take a breath and look both ways and really think about this before you do anything. I'm not terribly thrilled with this particular configuration in his chart because this could theoretically suggest issues with obviously meddling or or conflict more specifically conflict with uh international affairs and other people right conflict with foreigners this could absolutely the standard first could absolutely be his age showing so there may be some issues with uh i need to say it um, there may be some issues with his health that he's dealing with. There may be some declines uh, that he's dealing with. Um, we won't know, obviously, but that that may be something that is also causing some concern about what he should and shouldn't do. Right? Just like we think Putin may have actually had COVID and that has caused some mental deficits because COVID has been known to do that uh, and that may be interfering with his thinking it is possible that Joe's age, um, or something something specific to him and his health prior, separate from his age, is really starting to show now that he's getting older. And this is affecting his thinking as well, right? Great, two geriatrics that have lost her mind, they're in charge of, the. oh my God. <laughs> I'm gonna go start drinking, I'll be right back. <laughs> um, and all of that with This Uranus in the third house. Now the thing that's interesting with Uranus in the third house is third house also represents our neighbors so as a as a country When we talk about neighbors and communities, this would be the global neighborhood, you know, our global neighbors so there may be before this term is over some real pushback or um, Conflict with our global neighbors not just uh, Putin, but certainly that may be the catalyst for the problems Yeah, so this is not uh, my idea of a great solar return. And again, right here, this is the dominant theme. Mars opposing Uranus, right? You know, this this impulse-driven action, like get it done last week, let's go, 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 go. Without really thinking things through, his natal Mars is back on its natal position, which is part of that Mars-Pluto square, which makes him irrationally obstinate when he finally does commit to something, thank God. The man is slow to make up his mind about things so we got that Um, and of course it's an opposition to this Saturn now the thing about it also I want to point out here is that his remember his moon is in Taurus right so his moon which slows him down so we don't have to worry about making too quick a move too quick the solar return Saturn is also squaring his moon. So again, there's a lot of uh, pushback and the moon represents the populace, which would be us. So he's, if he does something or attempts to do something stupid, he's getting a lot of pushback and resistance from the general public, which would be us, um, as well as his family members. So his family may also be instrumental in, in, or certainly his wife, in getting him to slow the hell down and stop his role um, and think about what he's getting involved in. Maybe, we'll see. Um and also too, again, you know, feeling his age, feeling father time, you know, really wondering if these are all the best decisions to make. So decisions will be made slowly. That's the the blessing here. Decisions will be made slowly and and with due consideration and plenty of pushback from other people if it's not a great decision. But again, this right here, right? Frustration 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 is the theme that we see here, right? I want to do I want to go I want to be let's get it done get it done get it done and You know stop right there. You're not going any further We'll let you know when you can go right. This is his year So there you go alrighty, so now we've got Because this wasn't confusing enough to look at before so in the inside this is the chart of the United States in this middle ring This is the chart for the administration, and the very outside ring is going to be Biden's solar return for this year. So we're we're not gonna get too much into this uh in too much deep detail because we literally don't have that much time. So we're gonna go over the very, very high points or dominant themes that we're looking at. So the first thing is we know that Biden in his solar return is carrying this margin on this opposition, right? That's just a pain in the butt right there. We also know that the inauguration chart carries they're mars and uranus together Uh uh-huh together that progress the progressives right Um, and all of this is being activated now here's where it gets interesting at the same time this is happening when we when we put these all together the inauguration is jupiter okay and Biden's Saturn, or the Saturn from his solar return, I'm so sorry, Saturn from his solar return, are all together setting up a T-square to this Mars-Uranus-Mars uh, opposition. Jupiter and Saturn will give us an opportunity to, again, slow down, slow your roll, stop for a second, you know, let's not be so hasty there, daddy. Um, and kind of put the brakes on things as needed. Now with that said, the administration's Jupiter and Biden's solar return Saturn are, you know, it's going to be some problems because the the administration is going to amplify and uh, well I hate to say expose but certainly uh, make him make Biden painfully aware of his of his actual real-world limitations and also his insecurities So he's not going to feel as supported uh, As he'd like to be only because he's feeling very insecure because he's his insecurities are being very clearly Pronounced as a result of his interactions with the administration but also too, remember Jupiter's protective benefic influence and Saturn with restrictions and uh, and limitations is also a very good planet. Saturn rules gravity. We like gravity. We'd like to have more of it. (laughs) So with the administration of Jupiter on top of Biden's Saturn, this is also a protective influence. Um, so along with it, you know, amplifying his insecurities, making them very clear himself, painfully aware of them, the administration of Jupiter on his Saturn will also act as a protective beneficent planet or agent that will absolutely help um move the needle as it were where it needs to go so we have to lean very heavily on our administration if we're going to get anything done now now uh and moving forward so again here that's that jupiter saturn we see right and of course this is this mars uranus right uranus mars uranus Uranus, and mars okay so this is all here Everything in blue is the administration, by the way. Okay, now the other thing and the most promising thing here also is that the administration's Jupiter, or I'm sorry, no, Joe Biden's solar return Jupiter, sorry. Out of solar return. Joe Biden's solar return Jupiter is on the USA moon. So what this does give us is Um, it does give us again uh, protective expansive fortifying support from the president so our best interests really are at heart here uh, or would appear to be so there's a deep uh, connection and jupiter has a lot to do with integrity and ethics so there's an ethical and integrity driven um feeling of connection to the country that will be at play throughout the year with biden and the administration and the united states so hang on to that so we th- this is good all th- everything else that we're working with we need something like that and we've got it so that's a good thing this has been brought to you by down to earth astrology and primal girl wellness i am miss jenny and i am your astrologer uh please if you'd like to get the next in this series uh the next one will be uh looking backwards look forward we will be discussing the solar return lunar return usa chart and president and administration chart for franklin delano roosevelt or fdr who is by the way a fascinating man had a fascinating marriage and had an amazing administration uh fdr is notable in very very specific ways he is the uh President who single-handedly and his administration brought us successfully out of the Great Depression. He also successfully brought us out of World War II. And he is the only president who has ever been elected four times uh, into office. And he is the last president who was inaugurated in March, not January. Mm -mm. So there were some changes uh, that were made to the inauguration date after his presidency. Interesting stuff. So if you have time... By all means, go look him up and look up his marriage with Eleanor, who is also an amazing first lady in her own right and was also instrumental in making sure some really important good stuff got done. And that's it. I look forward to seeing you guys uh, in the next video where we will also be talking about, time permitting, and we don't have to break it up in a separate video, the prognostications for Biden and Putin in the Ukraine. That's it. Make sure you hit subscribe and hit the bell to get notifications of the next video as it comes up. If you enjoyed this or didn't enjoy this, please, by all means, give me feedback. And if you're a history buff and you've got any information you'd like to add or share with us, by all means, please put it in the comments section below. If you have astrology questions, you can also put that in there as well. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye.